no problem. I got this. That's what we say when we begin to be overconfident about a few successes and victories in our lives. We relax, we assume that we can go out and do whatever it is we have done and do it again. But could it be for this new thing we're ill-prepared and we make assumptions that are not true and we look for battles that are not ours? Well, that was the case of King Josiah that we find in 2 Chronicles 35. In Josiah's case, he assumes that because he's the reformer of one of the greatest revivals of all time in Israel, that now he can go out and challenge King Pharaoh of Egypt, one of the largest kingdoms of that time. And he thinks, hey, look what God did with me for the revival. If God be with me, I'm a majority. No one can defeat me. But he doesn't ask God. Is this really my battle that you have called me to, to fight in? So Josiah goes out with his army, his chariots, his archers and fighting men to take on Necho, the Pharaoh of Egypt. And Necho, on the other hand, is heading north to fight a much larger kingdom, the combined kingdoms of Assyria and Babylon. Necho actually warns Josiah saying, please don't come out. I'm not picking a fight with you. I'm going past you to fight these larger kingdoms. But Josiah, like a chihuahua attacking a pit bull, he goes after Necho and says, I got this. Well, sadly, he didn't. He was killed in the battle. What an uncelebrated, anticlimactic ending to the life of a great man of God. This wasn't the ending any of us expected for one of the greatest reformers of Israel. So what can we learn from this tragic story? Number one, contentment. Let's learn to drive in our lane. God has given all of us unique callings and giftings, and not only are we to be bold and faithful in exercising these talents, we're also to be measured and restrained, wise in how we use them, not outside of the boundaries of God's calling. It's the hardest thing in the world for bold, strong leaders to drive in their own lane. They want to zigzag all over the freeway, conquering all the other cars. The danger of success is always lurking. Number two, let's check our hearts. We need to feel emboldened, confident, but let's check our hearts. Is there still this humble dependency on him? Or has a certain amount of pride and bravado seeped into my bloodstream? Thirdly, dependency. Jesus invited his disciples to consider him the vine and to abide in him like branches. That's where our dependency, our life is, and that's where the fruit comes from. There may be achievements, there may be accolades, but we want to be devoted to the relationship we have with Jesus because that's where the fruit is. Fourth, wisdom in counsel. There is wisdom in a multitude of counselors. 
These counselors need to be people who speak the truth into our lives, not just yes people, but people who are going to tell me the truth about their perspective. In America, we celebrate independent, strong leaders, the John Waynes, the Davy Crockett's, the, the Clint Eastwood, make my day kind of leaders. But that's not the way of scripture, nor is it the way of wise leaders. The Bible warns us that he who thinks he stands, take heed lest he fall. So we need to surround ourselves with peers who are going to give us good counsel and finally, let's pray. Let's ask God. Once Josiah had the leading of the Lord regarding revival, he didn't ask God about this new direction. Josiah was changing directions, and he should have prayed and asked, is this what you want me to do? So listen, there's bold, loud, overconfident, independent, ego-driven, I got this type leaders all over the land. They're a dime a dozen in our culture. But there's a huge difference between faith and presumption. Humble leaders who are dependent on Jesus and interdependent with others is a rare find. So my friends, let's return to the way we love Jesus at first, before all of our successes, before all our friends said, you're amazing, before we got good at what we do and lost our dependency on Jesus. When I was 21, I had the privilege of hearing Billy Graham with a few other pastors tell us that when he walked into the Colosseum and saw 100,000 people waiting to hear him speak, he was overwhelmed. He was terrified. And he asked the people around him, who can do this? It was that sense of humility and dependency. And instead of him saying, I got this, he heard the voice of God say to him, I got this. I wish Josiah had finished his life by writing memoirs on the experience of the revival called The Awakening of Josiah. I wish he had written down all the special meanings he found of going back into the temple, reigniting the sacrificial system, seeing the priests anointed. But instead, he went on a tangent and short-circuited his life. So friends, be bold, be strong, but in the Lord. Be dependent on the Holy Spirit in your life. And do the simple things that God has called you and I to do. Be faithful and be aware that your successes and tangents of life might take you away from what you're to be focused on. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And no, you don't got this. Jesus does. Father, as we start this day, we lean heavily on you. We pronounce our dependency on Jesus once more. In his name we pray. Amen.